all by myself. The wallaby. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Dead end. Hello and welcome to this week's special podcast. I'm uh, all on my own this week. Hang on a minute. Maybe not. Hello. He's not on his own. He's he's with me. I'm Nick. And I'm the other guy. That's Rob. And welcome, as Rob said, to the Dead Air podcast. This week, it's episode 16. We haven't got a name yet because we put the name afterwards. Yeah. How are you, Rob? I'm okay. We've missed a podcast. Well, we didn't miss one. Well, we, didn't. we just didn't do one. Last week, we didn't have a podcast. No. Why? Um, something to do with you having to sort out some paperwork. Why do you keep going on about this? Like, are you, 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 While I was away, I got an email saying that I was in prison. Did you? Yeah, from you. Oh. Why are you acting <laughs> surprised like you didn't know about it? Well, you were in prison. I was not in prison! <laughs> I went on holiday! <laughs> yeah, that's what you want to call it. Oh, I wasn't in prison. Listen, you're walking funny, that's all You've I'm saying. You've got a list here. <laughs> I'm not walking funny. It's the trousers. They're my special elasticated waistband uh, ones that my mum got. How me. was Jose? <laughs> uh, it was Pablo, actually. Oh, it's Pablo. Okay. Um, no, it was it was great fun. It was great. I'm sure it was. I've got loads to talk about. Go on, then. Well, first off, the plane. I've got to tell you about the journey there. Oh, yeah. What were you in the cargo hold? Well, do you remember when I booked the ticket? You were standing next to me and I said, shall I get an aisle or a window seat? <laughs> well, I was cursing you all the way there because you said, get a window seat, then you can look out the window. Yeah. I get in the plane, I sit down, right? And these two guys sit next to me and immediately go to sleep. Right. And I thought, oh, now what am I going to do? Well, of course, after a few hours, I wanted to go to the loo. And I couldn't because these two guys were sleeping right next to me. I had to wake them both up and get them both to get up Couldn't and move you just, out. you know... What, we in my seat? No, we in the drink or something. There's not, a lot, teach there's not a lot of room there to uh, move around. Couldn't you just open the window? Uh, I, cu- I couldn't find the handle oh, to right, okay. it down. I don't think it works like a car. You think... i tell you what, though. I do love the technology inside the plane. Like, the seatbelt in the plane... It's I think, way I think most passengers do love the technology inside no, no, the plane. No, 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 that's not what I mean. I mean, I'm talking about all the little details. Like, you know, when you think about a plane, you yeah. just think, oh, big thing, flies, you know, all the all the work that's gone into that. But when you're on the plane for 14 hours, wandering around looking at stuff, you realise the amount of work that's gone into every detail of that plane. For example... Were all the screws lined up? Uh, yeah. Cool. What I'm talking about, though, is things like, you know, um, the little trays that they bring you the food out on? Right. They bring them in these little... Oh, the slop. <laughs> Actually, the food's really good. Really? Yeah. Um, Air France. The French people know how to cook. You see? That's the thing. But, um, you know, the little trolleys that they bring you the food in? Yeah. Well, they got all these little compartments. And everything, everything on a plane is about compartments. Everything uh-huh. fits into little compartments. How did you eat your food with the handcuffs on? Well, you stopped. Go- I wasn't. I wasn't under arrest. I went on holiday. Right. Yeah. And I actually had a great time. Yes. Yeah. I even went to with the- Pablo. <laughs> right. Okay. So anyway, yeah, the tray, the plane was just. Great. I like the plane. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I like the plane. I like how everything is 
really small and neat and tidy in the plane. You know, when you go to the toilet in the plane, it's like going into your own little private room in the plane. Yeah, and you got used to little private rooms, didn't you? <laughs> With a little toilet in it. Well, no, what I mean is like, you know, you're in there and you've got you've got like a bit of space there for you to to wander around, you know, you can clear your mind, have a bit of a wash, look at yourself in the mirror, check your hair and all that kind of stuff. Right. If you want to, you can even use the loo, which I'm sure some people must have done while they cool. were there. But it's everything's little sections, you know, there's little compartments for the facial hand towels and the facial towels and the soap and all this everything's in little and i realized that this is this is what i want to do with my life now i I forget about shelves and boxes and crates everything now has got to be in little sections folding sections and everything folds away and and you can put things away and stuff so you're going to get yourself one of them folding beds uh yeah oh imagine like a folding bed yeah but imagine that for everything like even the you know the kitchen the fish tank would be a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose so. I hadn't thought that far ahead. But maybe you could... What they should do is put little fish tanks in the window. So, cause, I've yeah. always thought there's a market for front-loading fish tanks. When, you, when you're when you on the plane... You just create a big whirlpool in the middle, and when it gets to the sort of right speed, you can open the front up and throw the fish in, and then close it and let the... Uh... Hey, you've lost me completely. Front-loading fish tanks. Oh, I see what you mean. You right. just create a whirlpool... And, and, like and open the front and then throw the fish in. Seems like a lot of effort to avoid putting a fish in through the top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with you? Yeah, but front-loading stuff's all the mod cons. You know, we used to have top-loading cassette players and top-loading CD players, top-loading VHS recorders, and now it's all front-loading. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. Change. <laughs> I want to talk about change. Change. I went to Buenos Aires. You had a sex change. No, I didn't. I went to Buenos Aires right. in Argentina. Uh-huh. Why are you talking in the funny voice now? Am I? Yeah. You went... You well, start off, you went... I said, can I talk about... Can I change the subject? Yeah. Then I said, I went to Buenos Aires in Argentina. Yeah. Well, I just put the in Argentina there. So oh, okay. Fair enough. Because I, you know, I really feel awkward saying that because... On the one hand, I think everybody knows where Buenos Aires is. Right. But on the other hand, maybe there's some people who don't. Right. On the other hand, it doesn't really make any difference. I mean, if I said to, if, if I said that I went to Kuala Lumpur... Or Guantanamo, they're closing that down. I can't even say it. Guantanamo. Guantanamo. Contaminated. <laughs> Guantanamo Bay. That's right. I hear it's a lovely holiday destination. Now. Aye. Um, well, you know a, all about that kind of holiday. It's a, a new, special package holiday. Yeah, they got a new hotel that they're opening up soon. Guantanamo is yeah. that it? Guantanamo Bay Hotel. Yeah, it's a, it's a new development. You get to stay as long as you like. <laughs> um, in Buenos Aires, they have a big problem with change, with coins. Oh right, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm um, thinking of something else. Right, you know when you go on the bus. Yeah. Well, in Britain, you just tell the bus driver where you want to go, and you give him the money, and he gives you. Your I don't change. go on buses. All right. Well. Believe me, that's how it works. Is that is that where the poor people have you go? Ever, you, have you ever been on a bus in your whole life? I might have been on a school bus many years ago. Yeah, but I don't believe you've never been on a bus as an adult. What about when you... You must have been taken from, like, you know, like... In my whole adult life, I've never been on a bus. You are having me on. I've never been on a bus. What about when you've been out and you've, been, you've had a few drinks and you wanted to get home? You've not, you've not had a bus home? When, when was the last bus that you had home? At well... four o'clock in the morning... 
Yeah, but don't you usually finish your nights at about 10.30? That's true. <laughs> well, that was in the olden days anyway. Yeah, well, there's no buses. Now you've settled down. There's no more going out for you. No. Although, I, 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 am I right in thinking that your wife went out? Yeah, she's always going out. So now you're owed a night out. <laughs> Listen. Change. Change. In Argentina, the the bus drivers don't actually handle any money. Yeah. They just have a machine there and you put the coins in. Yeah. It's really simple. You get on, you tell him, I want to go here. He says, okay, it's 80 cents, for example. So you put 80 cents in the I in thought the it was spot. 50 cents. No, that's 50 cent. Oh, right. <laughs> that 50 cent. He's a singer. Oh, I see. I don't know any of his songs. He's like in that crowd with, you know, Jay-Z and uh, all them lot. And Lazy. Lazy. <laughs> yeah, he's another one. Um, no, but you, you say so. You get on the bus, and let's say for example it's eighty cents. Well, you might have like a one peso coin, so you put it in, and you get the change. That's how it works. Really simple, brilliant. Okay, it means that what that what that means is that frees the driver up then to get as many people packed onto the bus in as quick as time as possible, and then start herring off route down the road while the doors are still open, so the last guy is hanging on for dear life, right while while he's waiting for the queue to go down as people put the coins in. Okay, so. A couple of years ago, the change started running out, and it was getting a bit, it was getting a bit worrying because people were having problems getting change for the bus. It's like you know, you'd go to a How shop. How can the change run out? Well, that's the thing. The change supposedly was running out. Yeah. So what people were doing was, when they were buying something from a shop, they would always pay with a note. Yeah. But the shops, they didn't want to give change to people, so they would they would say. Have you got like let's say you were buying something for like three twenty five? Right. They would always say, uh, have you got the one twenty five? Because you get a two peso note, right? right. Have you got the one twenty five? No, I don't have any change. Because they didn't want to give you change. Yeah, but you would have to give them change yeah. if you were giving them. The shops were trying to get you to give them change. Right. And it was just getting silly. Well, it's got worse and worse and worse. Now I think my theory is that there is no problem. It's all in people's heads. Because everyone thinks that there's no change, so they're all guarding their coins and they right. don't want to use them. <clears throat> And that's what's causing the coins problem, right? Right. Um, well, when I was there now, it's even worse than it was before. Now it's terrible. You can't. It's all get... about cigarette bartering and stuff, isn't it? For your soap and stuff. <laughs> well, this is what I'm telling you. I, I'm going to tell you a story about this girl. Now, I heard this story third hand, right? She's got three hands. <laughs> it was told to someone who had it told to someone else, and that person told it to me. So somebody along the line has only got one hand. This girl used to get used to go to her lo local supermarket. Right. And what they used to do in the supermarket, instead of giving you a coin for your change, right. they were giving her boiled sweets. Did she have a hand in the till? <laughs> Is that why so, she only had the other hand? After a while, she had this whole bunch of boiled sweets. Now, she doesn't like boiled sweets. Boiled sweets? What? what, what? Boiled sweets? Yeah, what? you know, like hard sweets. Yes. Like, imagine in your mind... A little sweet, white, hard. I know what a boiled sweet wrapped is. In, wrapped in sort of, uh, you know, see-through plastic. Yeah. Imagine that. Okay, yeah. that's what they were giving it. So it's change. Yeah, instead of giving, let's say, let's say she bought something and okay. it was one ninety. Mm. She would give them a two peso note. They didn't want to give her ten cents coin, so they give her a boiled sweet. It was a boiled sweet worth ten cents. Yes. Oh, okay. For the purposes of this story, it was anyway. All right. So the point is, she had all these boiled sweets, right? So one day she went there and she bought something like a loaf of bread. Okay. And they thought, it's this much. And she put all these boiled sweets on the counter. Right. They said, what are you doing? She said, well, I'm paying with these. They said, you can't. You have to pay with money. She said, yeah. But you've been giving me these sweets every day for the last month. And now I'm giving them back to you. And they had to take it. 
So wow. I think that they should just abolish money and everyone in Argentina you know, should you, just pay with stuff they've got in their house. Do you know in this country you're not obliged to give change? It's not a legal requirement to give don't change. Don't be soft. Seriously, seriously, you don't have to give change. If you have an item in your shop and the customer doesn't have the correct change, you're not legally obliged to give them the change. So let's say somebody buys something for ninety nine ninety nine. They give you £100. You don't have to give them a penny? You say, I'm sorry, I haven't got any change. And it's up to them to find the right money? Yes. Or just decline the... Or decline the transaction. Wow. Well, in that case, we've got a shop downstairs. Why don't we just never give anybody any change? Because everything we do is always a quid. Yeah, but then think of all those extra quids we'll have. Then we can, like, you know, do stuff. I wonder if Poundland can get We can buy it. something from another shop and see if they give us change. But seriously, let's not give change to anyone anymore. Let's just empty all the change out of the table. Why don't we just put everything up, round it all up? Uh, we could do, but it never works because there's some things you can't do it on. And they'll always have change. Like, let's say, for example, we've got one item that costs a fiver, one item that costs three quid, and someone comes in and buys those two items and then gives us a tenner. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't count... Um... Change. Oh, you mean pound. whole pound yeah, coin? Whole like pound whole coin. pounds. Yeah. So everything in the shop would be equal to a whole pound yeah. or multiples of. Yes. Yeah. Well, what you could do then is just change the name of the shop to the always equals a pound or multiples of land. Right. Nothing to do with computers then. Yeah, but you know, in Argentina, yeah. they don't have like the shop names above the shops. They just have what the shop does. So you know, like as you're going down, as you're walking down a street in Argentina, you'll see like computers over a shop. You won't see, you know, Jack's PC repairs. So we can call or... our shop Bodge. Uh, well, no. If you if you opened this shop in Argentina, you would just call it Computers. <coughs> oh, not Bodge. Well, what the hell's Bodge got to do with anything? Well, with you working it, it's like it's a Bodge job, isn't it? We just call it Bodge. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is coming from half a job, Rob. Oh. Where most of your customers bring their machines back and go, yeah, I asked for this to happen, and it's still doing the same thing. Ah, but I get twice the amount of money. <laughs> right. Okay. As long as it's a pound or a multiple of. Yeah. Nickandrob.com. Well, the problem's being solved now. You know how they're solving the problem? How? In all the buses, they put in this machine, and what you do is you you just go to the to the local shop with and you get this card, and it's like a top up card. Oh, they've got the same thing coming over here. Have they? Mm. Right. Well, it's going to be great because you go there and you go, yeah. Can I have a you know? Can I put a peso or like two pesos of credit on my top up card? Yeah. And then you get in the bus, you put the card in the slot, boom, no money needed, no coins needed. So in about why six don't months, they just make more coins? Because it costs more to make the coin than the coin is worth. Right. Let's say the, the coin for 50 cents, right? It costs more than 50 cents to make a 50 cent coin. Right. That's why they don't make more coins. It costs more than one peso to make a peso coin. I wonder how much it costs to make a pound coin. £3.50. <laughs> It doesn't cost £3.50 to make it. They wouldn't make them if they cost that much. They'd be on a loser, wouldn't they? The the coin would be worth more than the value on the front. I mean, imagine it. Let's imagine, right? Yeah, you just said that's what it's like in Argentina. Uh, well, you know what? There are actually some people who take the coins to other countries and sell them to other countries for more than their face value because they melt them down and use them to make coins in that country. Well, that's why they haven't got any. 
Well, possibly. See, my my idea was, why don't they just make coins out of something cheaper? Like, you know... Because other people would ma make stuff from themselves. Well, yeah, but they still, they've still they got to have a machine that makes coins, though, haven't they? If they yeah, were. I suppose. I mean, it's a lot of effort, isn't it? Hmm. But I think, you know, this thing with the bus tickets... Do you want a jingle? Yeah. All right, we'll put a jingle in now. You don't like... You're not the same without a jingle, are you? No. Oh, all right. Which, which one do you fancy? I'll do the top tip, tip, top, top. Oh, you want a top tip jingle? Are we having a top tip? Yeah. Okay. This is the moment. This is the time. For Rob's tip of the week. I've got a sort of a tip for you. Can I Can I say tips as well, or am I not allowed? You can have a tip. Um, well, my tip was, if you're, doing, if you're having a shave, um, you know when you have a shave, the mirror gets all steamed up? Yeah. Well, what you could do is, if you turn the cold tap on, at the same time, um, you'll still get the hot water to you know on your on your razor, but because they won't because the water in the basin will be, you know, basically. Why, why don't you just submerge the uh, mirror in the hot water? You can't do that if it's stuck on the wall. Oh, throw it at it! <laughs> <laughs> Is it time for Rob's tip of the week? Yes. Hey, I just thought of another top tip just then. What, in addition to the one that you yeah, were going to say? To do with, you know, your shaving idea. Yeah. Splashbacks. Splashbacks? Splashbacks. What's a splashback? It's like a cashback without any cash. No, it's like, it's like um, you know when you go into the toilet and you're doing a number two? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've got... I've, I've, number two is a poo, right? <laughs> that's right. All right. <laughs> well, why do they call it a number two? Because you... Because two rhymes with poo. I don't, I mean, I think a number two is a we. No, a number one's a we. But I, I don't know why, but I always thought of a number one as being a poo. Yeah, number two, poo. It's <laughs> Cockney rhyming slang. Right. Like Eartha Kit. Yeah. Right. Dropping the kids off at the pool. That's not Cockney rhyming slang. No, it's just another way of saying I'm going for a poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. While I was while I was in the plane, yeah, I was waiting to use the toilet. Did you drop the kids off at the pool? This guy went in the toilet before me. He was in there for ages, right? right? But when he finally came out, and I'm I'm not exaggerating, he was in there for like every time he ruins my top tip. Carry on, fifteen minutes. Yeah, okay. Well, he opened the door, and he was a really old man, right? And there was a woman also waiting to use the toilet. And I, being the gentleman that I am, went. You go ahead. <laughs> because I caught a little drift of the whiff of the coming out. And the it drift was, of the whiff. Oh, man, it was bad. It was it was awful. It was worse than mine. So you left a drift of a whiff. Oh, I wouldn't do it on a plane. <laughs> no chance. Anyway. What if the plane crashes while you're on the toilet? And then they find you. I think you've got sufficient time to get off the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what, not if it crashes into another plane. Wow. Nah, not worth the risk. It happens. Anyway, so... You can't say that. I'm going to have to beep that out. Okay. Listen. Splashbacks. All you need to do before you go is just put a piece of toilet roll on, on, on the bottom. Are you getting... <laughs> this is the tip of the week. To put a piece of toilet paper on the that's water. My, that's my tip of the week. No, I'm re referring to your shaving tip. There's nothing worse than getting down and sitting down on the toilet, right? And having a poo... And it, as it hits the water, it just <laughs> splashes and gives you the B-Day effect. I thought that was a night because it lets you wash your bum. Not if you had a pee beforehand. Right. 
Oh, we're going into very, very Anyway, that's bad. not my top tip. Well, you know what? I've just realised, because what? I told you before I was going to edit this later, now it's opened the floodgates for you to just be really crazy and just say whatever that's you like. A, that's a brilliant tip if you don't want splashback, especially if you're in someone else's toilet. You know, you know that in... Or someone's just been in the toilet I, before can I, you. Can I just tell you a little, a little something about toilets that you may not know about? You've really ruined my top tip. In Germany, oh, they have God. a little shelf. I thought you were going to say something else. Then. No, you know where the to- like. If you imagine where the way the toilet is laid out, yeah. well, there's a little shelf there so that you can poo, and it lands on the shelf, right, so that it doesn't make a splashing sound. And there's no splashback. See, my top tip. Also, you can have a good look at it before you flush it away. You've always got to have a good look. Yeah. Anyway, can I do my top tip now? Go for it. I uh, I sold my phone. You sold your phone. Yeah. You are having me on. No, I sold my phone. No, what? I've been trying to call you all week. <laughs> no wonder I wasn't getting through. Some some woman called Michelle answered it. I got two hundred pounds for it. No way. Yeah. Maybe I could sell my phone. Well, maybe. But how do you make phone calls now? I never make phone calls. Well, how do you receive phone calls? I never answer them. Yeah, but you're on a contract. You got to pay a monthly bill. Ah, well, I'm surely I'm, the two hundred pound thing. After a while, the bill is going to run up and be more than £200, isn't it? Well... And also, how the hell is this turning into a top tip? Well, here's my top tip. This is just a bit of news. No, it's a a top tip. I mean, that's like saying, oh, I've got a top tip this week. I sold my car. No, this is my top tip. And and people are already probably doing it. But I'm going to stress that you should, you know, really seriously do it, right? Okay. And that is, do you remember I got two phones? I remember, yes. Of the same type. Mm -hmm. Because I was... Blagging. One for you, one for the missus. Yeah. Right. I, I bought the missus a phone the other week. Oh, yeah, I remember that yeah, one that we the went pink to the Vodafone shop. Yeah, 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 right? So I'm thinking, well, I don't need the other phone, the spare one, mm-hmm. that I've never used. Well, I thought you were keeping that as a spare in case something happened to your... Well, this one's one. got free insurance on it. Oh, oh, right. So okay. I thought, I'll stick it on eBay and I'll sell it. Right. And within an hour of listing it, I got 200 quid offered for it. Wow. So I thought, hang on a minute, that's 200 pounds off my phone bill. Right? Why don't you just go and buy another phone from the Vodafone shop and sell the other phone that you had? Could do. But my top tip is basically every year, every listener of this podcast should, on the day that their contract runs out, make sure they get the best phone for free off their phone provider. or you know, Move around or whatever and sell it immediately and keep their old phone. Yeah, but what if they want a new phone? Well, then... The tip doesn't work. It, the tip doesn't work. But two hundred pounds—that's a lot of that's a that's lot, a lot of, of moolah. It's a lot of money. Did you have to pay for that phone? Nope. Cost you got me the nothing. phone for free. I got both phones for free. Hmm. That's two hundred. I could sell this one and I get identical money. That they don't seem to care whether it was used or not. On Why this don't you just sell it? You're always moaning about that phone, anyway. Yeah. Every time you get a phone call, you go, I hate my phone. So that's my that's my real top tip. Do you really hate your phone, or you just hate getting phone calls? I just don't like phones. <laughs> well, I've got an iPhone. So my phone's worth like mega bucks, but if I was to sell it, then I wouldn't have an iPhone. Yeah, anymore. but the person you sell it to can't use it. Uh, well, they can use it on O2. Yeah, it's a small price to pay though, because the iPhone is brilliant. My brother has got a BlackBerry, and he swears by it. He reckons it's the. Hey, I used to swear by mine, and then I realised that you know it's just me. I wasn't using the phone properly. <laughs> You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. For more information, go to www.nickandrob.com. What, what, tell me about your list. 
What list? You've got a list there. You've got a list of things that you're going to talk about in the podcast. Oh, yeah. I've done the um, the phone. Oh! What? I've got this thing that I thought about. Uh-huh. Right? We could do a a new feature. Okay. Like Rob's tip of the week. Rob or Nick's film of the week. Ooh. That is a good idea. Right? Now, Actually, you... So, you know, when I was in Argentina, somebody told me a good idea for the podcast. Right. We should do hardware reviews in a, in our podcast. We should actually talk about a new product. Yeah, but we haven't got a clue about <laughs> computer stuff. Shh! Don't we, don't let that out. All we do is book the stuff in and give it to Jeff. Listen, we should um, we should do reviews. So I've got a review. Okay. What? I saw a film last night. Did you? Yeah. But you never go to the cinema. No, I rented it. Oh, interesting. Called Ghost Town. Oh, this town is coming like a ghost town. Do, 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 do. Is it that one? Why are you singing it in like that minder type music? That was the song, Ghost Town. No, it, it wasn't. I didn't recognise the song. All the people are, all the shops are being closed down. That sounds a bit like our Christmas song that Listen, we made. Listen, right? Ghost Town. Got Ricky Gervais in it. Oh, yes. I know the film. I know it well. I don't like Ricky Gervais. Nah. Right? But in this film... He's a one-trick pony. In this film, he was brilliant. You reckon? Yeah. Mm. I couldn't stop laughing. So are you going to give us your review of the film then? Yeah. Okay, well, we need a jingle. Well, we'll do one... Make a jingle and email it to me, and I'll insert it now. Okay. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. Film called Ghost Town, Ricky Gervais in it. Who else is in it? Don't know. What about Helen Hunt? Is she in it? Yes, she plays the woman in it. Oh, okay. Anyway, he's a dentist. Right. And he befriends a dead man. Lives in America. Lives in America. Yeah. And he's he's very funny in it. Mm-hmm. And how does he how does he befriend it? You're missing out a vital part of the story here. Oh, he sees dead people. But how does he do that? He died. Yeah. You're, I don't think <laughs> reviewing movies is your strong point. No, because I don't want to give too much of the plot away. Well, there's not. You know, I could, I could, you, I could look, say this, right? I could say. You've got to give a summary. Don't tell them about the ending. Don't spoil the ending, right? You've got to, you've got to give a summary of the movie. Okay. Have you never seen or heard a film review in your whole life? No. Well, the way they normally do it is they go, "This film has got these people in it, and it's about this," and they give you a little summary of the movie. Yeah, well, I and did then, that, and then no, you, you didn't. Then you started you just asking went, me stupid he's questions. A dentist, and he talks to dead people. I'll start the review again. Okay. There's a film called Ghost Town. It's got Ricky Gervais in it. He's a dentist. He sees dead people. Uh, he finds a dead person. This dead person gets him to do stuff and, and stuff, and he meets a woman, and blah 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 blah. There's a bit of a love interest. There's loads of funny bits in it, and in the end, something happens. Watch it. It's good. So, in your opinion, it's good. Now, how many... We have got to have a star system. Oh, a star system. I'd give it three and a half out of five. Wow. That's actually quite a good star system. Uh, Well, I saw a film called um, Hotel for Dogs. Right. Um, Is this like a a prostitution thing? No. Dogs. You know, woof, woof. Oh. Dogs, four legs, tail, big ears. Dogs. Right. You know what a dog is, don't you? How many stars? Um... (laughs) We just got we just <laughs> going straight past the review, just going straight to the stars. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're gonna do one a week. Okay, here's my thing: if you've got a kid, it's uh, definitely five stars. Right. If you're a grown up, 
it's rubbish. Well, you can't just say it's rubbish. You've got to give it a star rating. Well, uh, I, the thing is, it's a kid's movie, and right. I went to see it with my daughter. Yeah, but that's not fair, because you could go and watch Toy Story and give it four stars. Ah, but Toy Story's different. Well, it's a kid's movie. Yeah, but Toy Story's got stuff in there for adults as well. A Hotel for Dogs didn't really... doesn't matter. You've got to, you've got to generalise. doesn't matter what age group it's for. You're giving it a All right, review. I would say three and a half stars. You can't just say three All and a right, half, then. as I said. Okay, four stars, then. Okay. Uh, it's very... It's nice. And the, the One star off because it doesn't really appeal to adults. Yeah. Well, it, it, I think it does. I, the, it, I saw it in Spanish. I saw well. it in Bruges. Oh, the film with the F word in it more times than any other film ever. It was ever. fantastic. I'll tell you what, that film... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just swear and I'll just edit it no, out. No, can't swear. Okay. Anyway, that's it. Okay, How? what did you think of In Bruges? It was okay. How many films were we reviewing this week? Two stars. What? We should do <clears throat> We should do a roundup every week of films that we've seen. Yeah. What Have you seen any other good films? Uh, I'll tell you what I watched. I'll tell you what I watched yesterday at the airport. Death Race. Death oh. Race. Any good? Um, three stars. Right. Well, I watched yesterday in the airport seven. Which uh, you can't have seven stars. No, the film is called. All oh, right. Five stars. Brilliant. That's yeah. an old film. That's at least fifteen years old. That Shut film. up. <laughs> if you've never seen Seven, get it. It's brilliant. Uh, it's a film with um, God and Brad Pitt in it. Oh yeah. God is Morgan Freeman. He's always God. Yeah, he he's usually God or the President. Or the black foreigner with a bow and arrow. <laughs> Is that Robin Hood? Isn't he? No, he's got a sword. What are you talking about? He's like the he's like the black man in the uh, Robin Hood film that stood out from all the rest deliberately. He's always the black man that they put in a film. <laughs> so what you're saying is he's a bit typecast. He always plays black people. Yeah. Oh, I bet he hates that. You know, I can it's... I can see the casting directors meeting right now. Look, uh, Johnny, we need a black guy for this picture we got coming up. You got any suggestions? Oh, uh, how about Morgan Freeman? I hear he's done some work in the past playing black people. Yeah, give him a call. Let's see if he's interested. Seriously, I think I think you know. They get him on the Morgan. Hi, it's uh, Freddie here from the movie studio. Uh, we're wondering. We're we're making a movie about space. And we need a black guy. Would you be interested in it? Seriously. Morgan Freeman goes, well, I, I guess I can do it. Sorry. This guy, Morgan Freeman, he's always playing the same roles. He's always God. Or what? a president. Or or some guy that knows who's high up in a boss. Yeah. Boss role. Some, something yeah, high up in a... Yeah, that's because he's old, though. He was, in a film, he was in that film with Jack Nicholson, wasn't he? Where The Bucket List. Yeah. You said you liked that. Uh, four stars. I haven't seen that one yet. I've only seen the the first sort of ten minutes. I like Morgan Freeman. What what's happening now is the podcast has just descended into us two talking about films. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. Would you like to have a look at my lunchbox? <laughs> is this? Would you like me to get my lunchbox out? Go on then. Where is where is it? I'll I'll have to go and. Oh, is it downstairs? I'll go get it. Oh, you you chat see. for three minutes. You leaving me on my own again? Oh bye bye. I'm on my own again. Every day I'm on my own again. Rob's left me on my own again. And I don't know what to say. But I think I might be gay. <laughs> Hello. Did you say you were gay? No, I said it's Tuesday. Oh. 
I could so have sworn what, you, you said you were gay. You're just wishful thinking. Yeah. I, see, see, this is my lunchbox. It's very nice. It's, Can it's we quite put a big. picture of it it's on a, the it's a, it's a nice package. Shall we put a picture of your lunchbox on this week's Aye, podcast? Why not? Why not, indeed? My wife loves it. Okay. And what's inside it? Do you know what's inside it already? No. You haven't looked inside it before? So I'm thinking of a new feature. Yeah. What's inside Rob's lunchbox? Okay. Right. Sounds great. Now, are you ready? I have a bad feeling about this. It's going to be the same every week. There's going to be a can of Coke, a bag of crisps and a chocolate bar every week. Ooh. Let's have a look. <laughs> right. Come on. Okay. What's the first thing? It's a can of Coke. Oh. Wow. Is there a packet of crisps in there? Oh. What flavour are they? Tomato ketchup flavour. Good. Good. Is there a bar of chocolate? Uh, oh. Curly whirly. Curly whirly. Now I'm impressed. Okay. What you've done there is you've introduced a bit of class into your lunchbox. What's that, toffee crisp? Oh, I love toffee crisps. Can I have that? Yeah. Right. You're going to the dentist. You're not allowed to have any chocolates. Kit Kat Senses. <laughs> so that's three chocolate bars, a bag of crisps, and a can of Coke. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's a big one. Aye, it's nice and brown. Bourbon biscuits. Yep. A full pack. Now, that is that for us? I can't even believe that that fits in the lunchbox. I mean, even even. No, 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 no. I just saw you holding that with the lunchbox in the other hand. I still couldn't. Have... You've got to have five a day, haven't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. So, I got some fruit. Go on. Are you ready? Yeah. Guess what fruit I've got? An apple. That's not an apple. That's a fridge magnet. What it, what is that anyway? It's a like a thing from a game, of where you put the pe the shapes in. It's an apple. Yes, it is shaped like an apple, but it's not a real apple, is it? It's just a card. It's like a a wooden shape. It's an, an apple. Ap yeah, all right. I got one of them on my computer. What's that? Love hearts. Oh, your your lunchbox is like every kid's dream. Melody Pops. Is that like a whistle? Yeah. Where'd you get that from? You, the only place you can get that that from is chemists in the 1980s. You've got two of them. Aye. Oh, my God. There you go. That's my lunchbox. That's amazing. I like that little strap on the side to hold the bottle. You like a strap on? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this week, you're just you're completely uninhibited, aren't you? Hey, so there we go. That's, that's my lunch. Well, I want one of those bourbon biscuits. You'll have to wait till I get back from the you're dentist. Not, you're not going to eat all those bourbon biscuits yourself, are you? No. You I've got to go to the dentist. I'll, I'll go, help you. I've got to go to the dentist. What time are you going? Two o'clock. That's in... Oh, you've got 35 minutes yet. Cool. Is there. your appointment at two? Or is it at 2.30? It's not at 2.30. It's at two. Well, you can't go at two then, can you? No, I'm going to go in a minute. How long does it take to get there? Um, five minutes. Walking or driving? Driving. Lazy. It's only, down, it's only around the corner. I went to the post office the other day. Oh, yeah? Posted a, posted a my uh, phone. Oh, of course, yeah. To the winning bidder. Yeah. Were they? Uh, did they give you good feedback? No, I don't know yet. Because I know that you like your feedback. They, they have, they've had it. I've, I've, the, the tracking thing seems to work. Did you, did you, as a seller, excel in your duties? I, mean, I was tempted, because my phone's got GPS on it, to switch it on. <laughs> <laughs> right, and use that Google thing to find out where my phone is. I don't think that would work if it was in a box. I well, think it has to see the satellite, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. You didn't. Really oh, you think, could get. A, you didn't you really think get of a that, generalized location from the cellnet system. Yes, that's true. It would be a bit pointless, though, wouldn't it? Bradford. 
Bradford. Yeah. Isn't that a sort of Leeds way? Probably. Well, where, who, why I just saying, said Bradford for no reason. What, out of, out, okay. I was just saying that's where it could have gone, but it didn't. It ended up in this it person's end, house. It ended up in, you said ended up in wrong. You said ended up in. It didn't end up in, in wrong. It ended up in, in somewhere else. So you, this person bought it off you yeah. and you sent it to them. Did you tell them that you really hate it and they can't answer it and stuff? No. You say, yeah, don't, don't, don't take any phone calls on it because you'll just keep going, I hate my phone. Every time it rings. Swear by it. <laughs> well, mine, uh, I went to Argentina, in case I haven't told you. And mine works in Argentina, right? But when you get a call, it doesn't tell you the number. It doesn't tell you who's calling you. So you have to just answer it and see who it is. Potluck. And I got a phone call, and they were trying to sell me something. I got one of them the other day. I got my daughter to answer the phone. She just gurgled and gargled down the phone. I put it on the speakerphone. It was very funny. Well, it was uh, the it, the call went like this. Me, hello, uh, hello. Uh, is Nick? Can I talk to Nick? Like you know, like they're my friend. Uh, yeah, who is it? Yeah, is that Nick Lee? I mean, yeah. Oh, hi, Nick. It's uh, such and such a body from such and such a film. I said, yeah. Can Can't you... you say the firm? I don't remember. Oh. It wasn't even... I thought it was going to name and shame them. No, no, no I, it wasn't even memorable. It, okay. It was just someone trying to sell me something. Okay. The point is, I, I didn't want to take the call. So I just told him, yeah, can you ring me back next week? And then the guy has this big attitude in me. He starts going, okay, when? I said, I don't know, next week. He says, yeah, but what day? I said, look, I don't care. Just ring me back next week. I'm in Argentina. Yeah, but you were being a bit evasive. Yeah, but what next week is from Monday onwards. What? What? I didn't even. I wasn't even sure what day. Can you was. just give him like Tuesday, three o'clock, please? Thanks. Because yeah, that would have ended the call. I suppose you're right, but I just were well, busy Tuesday, three. I wanted to end the phone call as quickly as possible, and in my mind, the, the I mean, you had all the time in your hands. God, all you're doing the is staring at that toilet yeah, but, in the corner of the room. What you, <laughs> Jose, ba- banging prison. on the bars next year. It was Javier, actually, and I wasn't Javier. I was. I thought it was Pablo. Yeah. Well, there were two. Of Listen, them. were you just, having an affair? You're just in jealous. The, in the... You're just jealous because I was paying attention to another man. Now the truth is out, isn't it? That kind of attention, I do not want. <laughs> um, and the point is, I wanted to get rid of the guy. I told him, "Look, this phone call's costing me a fortune because when they phone me." I pay to oh, receive the well, call. Well, that's why they were doing it. Yeah. Maybe he was phoning on behalf of O2 when he was thinking, hey, I'm going to get loads of money here. Oh, my God. Maybe you're right. Uh, so, anyway, he was just giving me attitude, saying, yeah, but when? Why when did, next why, week? Why didn't you flip said, him the bird? Look, this phone call's costing me a lot of money. Phone right next week, and I hung up on him. Cool. But the problem is, you can't see his phone, so you can't decline the calls. So, the moral of the story is, don't go abroad. Stay in Britain. It's much better. You didn't have much of a choice, though, did you? What, because of the extradition order? Yeah. You see? It's not just me. Listen, I wasn't in prison and you know it. Mm, it was good... a correctional facility. <laughs> uh, I was in state pen. Yeah. Doing time. Hey, have you heard about the new virus going around? I was around? doing bird. That's what they call it, isn't it? It's a new virus going around. What, what kind of virus? It's actually uh, a, a part human and part computer virus. Oh! Speaking of viruses, right, I've started a virus myself. I've started one. And I forgot to tell you about it. Does that mean I get $250,000? No, this is major. This is huge. This is a huge thing. Have you ever had these emails saying, um, this is such a body, 
he's he needs your help. Please pass this email to everyone you know. Oh, or, right, yeah. Or another one <clears throat> is, um, you know, this is a thing to wish you good luck. Please pass it to five people and wish them good luck. You know, those kind of, basically chain letters. Yeah. Right? And a very common one is, if you get an email from this guy, and there'll be a name there, like, you know, John Hughes, don't answer it because it's a virus and it'll take over your computer. This kind of scaremongering. And people forward these messages to all their friends, especially with Facebook, mm. which is where it's really taking off. Because with Facebook, you literally click twice and you forwarded the message to everyone in your, in your contacts list, right? Well, I started one. And mine is... This message is to ask everyone to stop forwarding messages. <laughs> Let this be the last one that you ever forward because all those messages you get are fake. There isn't a guy who can infect your computer with viruses. It's all lies. Nobody's dying of cancer and needs your help. And you know, I think you find that there are some people. Well, I, I didn't say that exactly. But the point is I made this message and I sent it out there into the world and it's, it's going around the world now. Cool. Can I tell you about the real virus that's going on? Um, is it a virus that infects people as well as computers? No. Because I've been sneezing all day. It's, and I've been around computers. It's a virus where so, somebody rings you yeah. in your house yeah. and says, Hi, I'm calling on behalf of Microsoft. Yeah. Right? Could you please go to your computer? Mm. And, and they go to computer and they tell you to type in a command line prompt thing. Mm. And it shows you a few files on the screen. They go, Right, you've got a virus. I need you to pass through to our technician and he'll be able to sort you. So you think, okay. So you speak to the technician, and the technician says, right, you need to download this piece of software mm -hmm. from our Microsoft server. And you download the piece of software from the Microsoft server, and it contaminates your machine and locks your machine up. Wow. And then demands money at you. That is amazing. Is this, when, how, what, where did you hear about this? We had a customer in the shop. Wow. That's amazing. And the best thing is, they don't stop ringing you. They keep ringing and ringing and ringing, because this woman was putting them off. It's a real human being. Phoning. Real human beings phoning you. Obviously from abroad. Probably Nigeria. Obviously. Yeah, or maybe um, Amsterdam. Why? Amsterdam into that sort of thing? I don't know, but that's abroad as well. So we could say France. Mm, maybe. I would have thought Nigeria would be more like the... Uh... Most of them are in India, aren't they? Cheap labour. That's the problem. So yeah, that's that's a good scam. As well as the parking ticket one. I told you about the parking ticket. So the one. scam is they ring your they ring your house. Ring your house. They t they tell you to do they tell you to go to my what? documents. How do you get out of it then? You just say I haven't got a computer. Yeah. And then there's nothing they can there's say. There's nothing they can do. Oh wow. You know what I do whenever I get a call like that? As me, I'm not interested. I hang up. I'd probably say because I don't I'd know it was a scam. I'd probably go cool. Does this mean I'm infecting loads of other computers? And they go, oh yeah, I'm afraid so. And I go, great. How can I get more viruses? Where can I download them from? And then he'd probably go speak to our technician. He'll be able to sort you out. Why would you want to get more viruses? I just like winding people up on the phone. Okay. Is there anything else on your list? No, there's nothing on my list. Are you making out like now that you haven't got a list? Are you trying to pretend? That you haven't got a list. When I saw it, it's disappeared. I don't know what you've done with it. You've somehow managed to make it disappear. But I saw it. Listen. It said post office on it. And I remember one podcast, I had a list. And you made a lot of fun of me about that list. And you went, he's got a list. And look, he's got a list. He's got stuff written if on his list. If you would have been in the country last week, I wouldn't have needed to put a list together. Oh, I see. So it's my fault. Did you miss me? Oh, we should go back. If you if you buy me, Do you want, would you like me to ring immigration again? <laughs> <laughs> I just said, 
would you like me to ring immigration again? What? <laughs> Why are you saying it was your fault I got kicked out? No. Listen, I'm a, I'm, I'm British. I'm as British as the next man. Mm, I'm sure you've had a bit of Argentinian in you recently. Hey, when I got off the plane in, um, in France. The police were checking everyone's passports, right? Right. I thought, that's funny, because they don't usually do that. Then I find out that they put an arrest warrant out for this prime minister or something. So they must be checking everyone's passports. To and see you look like a prime minister. Well, no. Didn't they just wave you through anyway? Because you had two armed guards and a pair of handcuffs on anyway. <laughs> you look like that scene out of Star Wars. You know, Did where Chewbacca's got this. That I almost got shot in Italy. Well, yeah, I'm not surprised. I, I was in the airport, and um, I went I went the wrong way. To the, you know, like you've got the departure lounge, and they've got this bit you're only you're only allowed to come out of. Mm-hmm. And I went into it because I was trying to get to the gate, and I didn't want to go all the way around because it took longer. So I went in this way, and this guy's telling me, "Hey, you can't go that way." And I'm going, "It's okay. I'm just going over there." And the guy took his gun out and pointed at me and said, "No, stop!" Mm-hmm. And I was I was I was like umming and ahhing. I was thinking. Could I outrun the bullet? Are they plastic? Are they real? Yeah. Was he shoot it? You know. And in the end, I just went, "Well, walk round them." But he wasn't very pleased. Italians, idiots. Is that it now? Can we can we go now? Yeah. Uh, is there anything that we've left out of the podcast? I'm sure there's loads. How long is the podcast this week? Um, very very long. No, it can't be. I'm sure it is. Hey, there's that music playing. It's only 45 minutes. The music started. Oh, yeah. See? We're out of time. Are we just going to stand here and listen to the music? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm a bit disappointed with this week's podcast. I thought it was going to be really good. And all we've done is just talk about films for an hour. Yeah. And toilet stuff. Yeah. I mean, that toilet stuff, that was really low. I mean, that was like, you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. I can't believe you came up with that top tip. It's a good top tip. Mm. So, till next week. I don't think we should do any more podcasts. <laughs> if that's if that's the point we've got to. Does anyone even listen to them anyway? Um, no. I know one person that listens to them. Your mum. Yeah, and my girlfriend. That's two people. What about your wife? Yeah, maybe. So that's three. We've got three listeners. How many listeners does uh, Jonathan Ross's podcast get? Not as much as ours. Not as many. I bet he gets more of the three. I've got to go and have my tooth pulled. Oh, nasty. You're, you're, I'm you... sure you've had much more painful experiences than me. <laughs> what, in Guantanamo Bay? You didn't go to Guantanamo Bay. Stop trying to big up your jail experience. <laughs> oh, you're only a petty God. criminal. We're out of time. Bye. Good night, everyone. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. For more information, go to www.nickandrob.com.